The following dialogue is between two longtime old friends reacquainting as disgruntled adults. Our guest we are speaking with is Alejandro Gomez, or as it is in his mind, Alexander the Great. happening right now. Okay. All right. Alex Gomez, welcome to Practice of Perspective Podcast. Hey guys, I'm Alex Gomez and I'm on Practice of Perspective Podcast. This is all about you, man. It's all about your perspective. Is this like one of your perspectives that goes online? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? People's been asking about you. Who is that? I can't disclose any names, but uh, just to keep things interested, it's people that we know, people that we don't know, and some mutual friends that really wants to get a dose of your perspective on life. Because okay. you are a film fanatic, and so you have a very keen eye on the brink of ugly judgment yeah, that's and ridicule. Sure. I hate everything, so... But it's to sharpen the masterpiece of the perfect image. Which I think you strive for. Sharpening the perfect image. Yeah. Whether it be film, a picture, music. Yeah. You uh you you highly critically criticize. That's for sure. No, yeah. I know okay, let's see this. I haven't successfully done amazing things, but I know what amazing is. That's what I'll say. Mm. Wow, nice, yeah, straight to the point. I'm pretty sure that's what a critic is. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. No, but I mean, people seen your work, and we have indulged and collaborated in some work, and so you actually had you had that hands-on experience. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, we jumped way ahead of ourselves. Give us a little backstory of your life, how you came to be to the point where you are now. Um, man. Oh yeah, we're going back there, buddy. We're going back there. Well. It's funny because like whenever someone asks me that kind of question, I just automatically want to lie and come up with a fake story. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, we're not in Uber right now, <laughs> which we'll definitely talk about later. Yeah, that's that'll be good. Um, but you have a you have a what I like to say a, a good first experience, hands-on dual experience of having two different cultures in your brain because you didn't you didn't you were not originally here in the states. No, so I did. When I was really little, lived here in Arizona. I grew up in Ahwatukee with my mom and my dad. Then, yes, my dad's professor. Traveled a lot. He's uh, Spanish. We moved to Spain when I was six. And um, definitely a whole different type of world out there. You know, when I remember going from preschool here where, you know, they give you dinosaur <laughs> chicken nuggets for lunch to going to Spain and them smacking a living shit at you if you don't eat what you're supposed to eat. Did, did they have a dinosaur chicken nuggets? They did not have Spain? dinosaur chicken nuggets. <laughs> they would give you some lasagna that was disgusting. And when you're a kid, you have an enclosed mind of what tastes good because your taste buds haven't matured yet. This is true. <clears throat> so, I, I mean, me and my brother will talk about it all the time how it was funny how just we would go to school and we'd be... I would be dreading what we have for lunch <laughs> when I was in Spain. I'd be like, I'm, and then of course you'd get that one kid who's just like, I don't like my food. And the teacher would be like, oh, you don't like your food? Bring him more food. <laughs> and he would have to sit there and eat it. <clears throat> I think we're getting way off point here. But yeah, the fact is <laughs> school in Spain was just a lot different. It was not here where it's super, you know, a kid gets everything over there. It was a lot more... Discipline. This, that's the right word, yeah. Discipline. Right over there was a um, school that makes kids actually way better people when they're adults instead of a bunch of idiots. It was selfish. Selfish. And they continue to eat dinosaur chicken nuggets. For the rest of their lives. And they don't know what it's doing to their body. Exactly. So then they just keep evolutionizing <clears throat> that. They go from dinosaur chicken nuggets to regular chicken nuggets to 20 chicken nuggets to a double cheeseburger, and the next thing you know, those people, <clears throat> once their metabolism slows down at the age of 25, have issues. Yeah. yeah. So. Poor people. Yeah. 
But I'm not. Don't don't think that because I lived in Spain, I was healthy. I was the fattest <clears throat> of all time, <laughs> and that is an exaggeration. I have uh, very low self esteem in myself from being a kid. And I hope I'm not ruining ruining this for your audience. Um, but uh, I think you still yet have to have a before and after picture, right? And you're still planning on doing that, or you're not gonna do that no more? Because I didn't realize how how much of a chunky monkey you were. <laughs> Until you saw old pictures. Until I saw old pictures, man. You're pretty round. Yeah. No, um, yeah, when I lived in Spain, I was very skinny. I was a typical skinny kid, always played sports and everything, and it's not when I, until I came to America where... You had those chicken nuggets? Yeah, those tiny stored chicken nuggets, man. You had those chicken nuggets, man, yeah. That's how it, how it works. Um, no, yeah, I remember just snacking every day after school and every, you know... I just remember I think it was in third grade was the first time ever well I was I was here in third grade by the way I came back in second grade and third grade was the first time ever I remember I'll always remember this this kid named Kyle I was chasing him around the playground and teasing him or some shit and he turns around and he goes get away from me fatty and I was like dang what I'm a fat kid dang. Like, that was the first time I ever like realized like I'm like damn some kid called me fat like I'm a fat kid like I remember seeing Dang, you struck called. deep huh it did you remembered it for the rest of your life I remember exactly where I was on that playground when that kid said that and I was like I gotta change and I didn't until 17 years old <laughs> <laughs> I gotta change <laughs> but not now this is too soon <laughs> no I mean no not 17 years but I don't know how old I was in third grade like eight or something like that but um but yeah so and then when I was eight, I did I did start playing sports. Eight years old, um, I was watching the Suns. Was really into basketball. Would always randomly shoot hoops outside. So I I always did kind of play sports. Thank goodness, or else mm -hmm. I would be really would have been really obese probably. Um, and and middle school is at that age when you start figuring out like what kind of weirdo you are. Yeah, and. Yeah. Your own character, yeah. Well, yeah. kind of your if your own character, and I realized that every single day I wanted to be someone else. So um, it's just like, dang, like I want to go hang out with those band kids and see what they're about. Hang out with the science kids. Hang out with, oh, but I want to go play sports with the cool kids. Yeah, man, I think that's what we relate to because I was the same way. Just like, oh, maybe it's just the low attention mind span but like just go into another because you get so bored easily and so it's like all right what's new what's interesting what's what else have i not tried exactly so i mean of, of course since i did start basketball at a young age i mean i did become good at that because at a young age you learn quick um and so i did continue playing sports quite a bit i never played with an actual school i think i don't know i just felt like that if you play if you played with a school it took up every afternoon and my mind was too ADHD for that so I mean of course I didn't know I was ADHD at the time ADHD is something that gets thrown around a lot yeah but I was horrible in school bad at grades um just like most people really I don't feel like you were as bad as I was but oh well I think uh Maybe in elementary school, people were like, they just seem to have it. Because I was the same way, like, I was really bad at school. But in high school, I think everybody's just like, doesn't give a shit. No, but I was like, really bad grades. <laughs> like, I almost didn't graduate. But. High school or ele elementary? No, elementary was easy. That was stupid. Easy breezy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I was in early high school, like, I. I thought I was normal. I was just like, oh, everyone thinks this way. I would even tell my friends, like, Dude, do you ever have the idea of like the planet around you is not real right now? And someone's be like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'd be like, oh, you know. Yeah. So they never like, yeah, I definitely had it. <laughs> yeah. So it's you like you try to relate to someone, and I'm like, oh yeah, me neither, dude. So I mean, no, when you're a kid, you don't know that everyone thinks different. So you're just. I still have struggle. I'm still struggling with that. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. So I mean, I would just be like, huh, it's weird. And then I remember my mom was just like, Alex. Um, we're gonna. This is sophomore year of high school. She's like, Alex, we're gonna take you to a, to a, a doctor, and he's just gonna do some interview questions. I mean, it was like one of those things that you talk to a kid like he has no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. But of course, I'm a sophomore. Oh in high man, school, she, so. 
I'm like, what the? She sent you in, huh? I'm like, what the? What the, <laughs> what the hell is this? I don't. Yeah, I was like really <clears throat> confused, and I skipped school one day, and um, I mean that's I'm sure why I did it, so I could skip school. And I started remembering that, like, even growing up, like, she had me talk to, like, a random counselor, like, every once in a while. And I was like, what the hell? Is, like, something wrong with me? Like, <laughs> like do I have, like, issues or something? And started putting two and two together. Like, what the heck? Yeah, am I different? Like, what's going on? So I, I see this. And it's weird because I, I, go, I go to see this. I think it's a psychiatrist or something like that. Um, and he's asking me a bunch of questions. I remember in a room. And, uh. I remember we're just sitting there. It's a very silent room. And I was I remember sitting there while he's asking me questions. I'm like, that's why I started drifting off in my head. And I was like, why is this guy asking such questions when it's so quiet in here? He smells weird. Yeah. He's, <laughs> why is, like, why, you, why is he dressed like that when he goes to a job that hardly anyone sees him? Like, this is kind of... Is he a psychologist? Yeah. Like, these fucking beige couches... And then I'm like, wait, what was the question? And he was just like, oh, you know, like, I'm just asking about your family. How's your family? And I'm like, dude, is this guy for real? Like, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say? Like, oh, yeah, my parents got divorced and it's just destroyed my life. Like, it hasn't. Like, yeah. I don't know how my parents were married in the first place. Like, they're so <laughs> weird and different. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and. But talking to someone, yeah, like, just some random suited guy you don't know is actually pretty weird for a kid. It, yeah, I didn't even know if I would call myself a kid at that age anymore. I was a, so- or a right. sophomore, so you'd be 15 probably. Teenager, a little youngster. Um, and then he's like, okay, well, the next step of this is you're going to take a really long test. And I, I was like, what the, what are they testing me for? You know what I mean? And To see if you're an alien. Yeah. <laughs> he literally gave me a packet that was probably 160 questions long. Jesus Christ. And it was one of those typical, like, you know... When you wake up in the morning, what do you do first? And then, like, three pages later would be like, what do you do first when you wake up in the morning? Like, A, B, C, oh my like, God, and it's, like, dude. the same question. And then after a little bit, I'm, like, realizing, like, they're they're watching. They're, the only reason this is a long packet is they're trying to see if how much attention I pay to it. Because I was never good in school, so they're trying to see, like, why I'm bad at these tests. And then he kept, like, randomly coming inside of the room. And he'd be like, oh, don't bother. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just picking something up and, like, leaving. And in my mind, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, this guy's obviously, like, the only reason he's leaving me alone in here is to see, like, how I act, like, by myself with yeah. a test in front of me. And so I take the test, blah, 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 all that. Um, we wait, like, a little bit. I go back and talk to him. And uh, I remember sitting next to my mom on a couch while he was on the other couch uh, talking to us, my mom had this face of just like, she was so, just like, yeah, so what's wrong with, what's, what's wrong with <laughs> really? you? I'm like, dude, like, what is this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's like nothing wrong with me. And he's, uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, so you definitely do have ADHD. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, awesome, dude. Like, I'm like cool. Like, doesn't everyone. Yeah. And he's like, believe it or not, you know, I was, I was, I, I gave you a long test on purpose just to see how, like, I'm supposed to be like, oh my God, you did this to me? You, no way. Like, and, and then I, at that moment, I remember like, I was just thinking, I was like, no shit. Like at this, and the same exact thing, I'm like, doesn't everyone think this way? Like, duh. Yeah. Like, of course I'm going to notice that. But as then I started realizing that, yeah, my brain notices a lot different things. Um, so at that time you didn't like realize like how... I guess different your mind was. No, still not yet. Think? And then, um, sorry whoever hears this, but the next year when I met the person who's talking to me right now, when we started smoking weed, <laughs> which really blows up your mind. Um, oh, yeah, man. yeah, you it, fell off the deep end from there on out. Huh? Yeah, I realized <laughs> I realized that when I smoked weed, I was different than other people. Like, everyone else who smoked, like, oh, it's just chill. And I was, like, freaking the fuck out. Probably the most rememberable, traumatic epiphany you would ever have, would you say? Yeah. No, well, you Because you realized it, right? You, epiphany, you realize, like, sudden realization that, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm different from everybody else. Uh, it is, but... More than I thought. It's more of a, I realize, like, I'm... Because that doctor tried to give me um, Adderall. And whenever I took it, I would remember just sitting in my class and just, like, not talking. And someone next to me would be like, dude, why are you so quiet? And I'd be like, I hate this. And 
And I was just like, why, why give that to someone who obviously like has so much life inside of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's the, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, like only because they're not good at school. Like I still feel the same way. Like why the fuck do I have to do this algebra homework? I'm never doing this in my life. There's just, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you never know. You might do it someday. And I'm just like, if I obviously hate it now, I'm not choosing a job where I do algebra. Like, that's, yeah. that, I mean, it's, <clears throat> um, but yeah, so, and when it came down to the movie thing, like, that's where I just put a lot of my creativity towards, like, thinking of those weird ideas. Even, this might freak people out too, but I have so many, like, random flashes of creative images that come in my head of crazy things happening I remember when I was dating this one girl I'm not gonna say her name I was driving I was driving down the street with her and I was like do you ever just picture if I just I was on the freeway and I was like do you ever picture if I just drive on oncoming traffic and see what happens (laughs) and like she would she freaks she's like she's like what oh my god how do you say such a thing and I was just like and I was like oh yeah you can't say that stuff out loud (laughs) And well, I mean, I think especially to girls, because uh, they, they have a crazy weird. But it's, it's not like I would actually ever do it. Yeah, though. yeah. But you're thinking in that movie mindset of yeah. like, if this was a movie and that happened, it would yeah. look kind of cool, you know? Yeah, it'd be crazy to yeah. So and then I met, and then I met uh, Joey who did film stuff too, and he actually <laughs> he always would say the same type of shit when we were driving. So I know he had like that creative mind as well, but and that's like a big thing that happened um, when it came down to like making movies and stuff. And then going into college is like when everything really changed. Cause in high school you're in a little bubble. You don't even know you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, getting a little taste of everything. Yeah. In your, in your high school, you're like, God, our rival high school is so far away. Not like thinking of how far away other places are. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like then you cities and yeah. continents. And, yeah. Like I was yeah. like, Oh my God, next year I'm moving to Tempe. Like, <laughs> wow like that's gonna be crazy like that's so far yeah. like that's gonna be that's some fucking nowadays I drive that in every day <laughs> like yeah. so got in five minutes <laughs> yeah it's and you just think it's like it's crazy like expand out your bubble so when you when people leave that mindset of high school and like go into college and like start expanding that's like when they really find out like crazy shit about them um like I definitely that's when I just found that I was nuts yeah. Oh man, the college life, huh? Yeah. It's just getting deeper into your creativity and your passion for film. Yeah, I mean, broadening your horizons. And yeah, I mean, it, it lights a ignites a fire under you when you know every person like, oh, I do film, and they're like, oh, uh. and you're like, you better, you better fucking watch. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, and and then we go back to the weight thing. Um, I was overweight. And then, like, freshman year of, sophomore year of college, I got really overweight. And, um. I did not know that. <laughs> you were, I mean, you were there the whole time. Yeah, but just, like, I guess, seeing you, being, like, right next to you, it's like, I didn't see the big difference of. Yeah, well, I mean, that's. Soph- what you are going through, I guess. Freshman and sophomore year is when, like, all the anxiety started happening, like, the anxiety disorders and. Because that's always when it happens is when someone turns like 18. Because like once you leave your bubble, you start realizing what can happen in the world. Yeah. Like, damn, I could develop a sickness right now and die. Like, yeah. or I can get in a car accident right now. And death is real. Like, life is not long. And yeah, like people die for no reason. And you start getting this and that. And I started realizing, I was like, damn, like maybe something is wrong with me. That's why they tested me as a kid is because they were scared that in the future... I would have real serious problems mentally because yeah. of how I act as a kid. I'm like, damn, that's how they tested me. And then I was like, yeah, I cannot prove them right. Like that. Yeah. So, well, that's a healthy thought. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, so uh, freshman and sophomore year of college, I was just, it's when first all the anxiety hit panic attacks and this, all that shit. So, I just, I don't know. I just, that's how I gained a lot of weight then. And then, um, it was weird because, I mean, then you left for the Marines. And then another girl, I just, 
And then, well, when you left for the Marines and I saw you come back, I was like, I was like, damn, if you just put in a lot of hard work, you can get fit. So. Dang, man. Did I motivate you somehow? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But. Oh, snaps. No, I was like, I was like, damn, like, I, if I just start working out every day, maybe something will happen. That's when you started figuring out, making it a habit and just kind of wiring it in your brain. Well, I have to work out every single day. And I did. I started, you know, working out every day. And when you don't work out, when you're unhealthy and you've never worked out, you don't know what it takes. Like, you just don't. I mean, so many people go to the gym and just barely work out and they're just like, oh, that was awesome. Let me go drink 10 beers now and celebrate working out, which just completely ruins it. Like, my first two years working out, I still didn't change my eating habits which yeah. is the, another level but I did lose weight because when you have that much fat you're gonna lose it by yeah because I would go hiking every single day it was a good starting point yeah I was like slowly losing weight I mean I you know it was it was happening yeah, getting more physically active yeah it was happening little by little and then um, I started like kind of like talking to this girl um, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh, there's no way I can get her. Like, she was, she was very attractive. And I was like, there's no way I can get her. Yeah. And she turned me down for another guy. And at that moment, I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like, I was like, no, no, no. Like, fuck this, no. this 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 small working out thing's not... I would... I would. And then you killed him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, then I slit his throat and drank and his you... blood. <laughs> and, um, and that's how you want her over. Because that's what guys do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... I, I remember I was like, I was running, I ran a lot. That's what I, like my thing. Like, cause I yeah. loved, I loved, I love music too. So I just listened to new albums. I'd run, I'd run like four miles in the morning after work. I'd run like four miles Jeez. on bleachers. It was just like, it was, dude, it was yeah. nonstop. And I still, it's not like I still was doing like a great eating habit, but I would hike a lot. So I started losing more and more weight. Um, and then a few months later, she I know. We started hooking up. <laughs> so like, uh, it kind of tends to happen in college, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like this is like actually real." Yeah. Um, we had, did not end up dating because I still know that I wasn't at. I mean, I was still like at that time I was still like two fifteen for weight, yeah. which is still overweight. I started out at like two fifty five, but then I got down to two fifteen, and um, then she still left me for another guy, which put more motivation into me. And it's funny how it seems to be a girl uh, kind of triggers some sort of guy's motive to uh, either work out or every, I mean, work at something to get better because that competitiveness that we every, have. Like everyone's different. I'm very, I hate, so I, I it's a, it is a problem, but I hate someone thinking they're better than me yeah. and, or maybe knowing they're better than me <laughs> and that they like beat me. I hate I hate that mindset of I lost to this person. Yeah. That just, yeah. I just have a weird ego when it comes to that. And when like a girl turns you down or chooses another guy, for some reason in your mind, you like picture her just like, yeah, fuck him. I won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. sitting there, you're super hurt. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't care. I have this other way better guy. Yeah. And, and then you, you just start to think of things that just make you feel worse. And then you picture him telling that other guy, like, oh, I chose you over him. You're better than he is. You know what I mean? And that yeah. guy's like, yeah, I'm better. Like, just to try to feel the lowest of the low. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah. When they, and then so, but in my mind, I just, I know certain people, they, they don't handle situations well. But for me, I was just like, dude, no. Like, this is not happening. Yeah. This, no, it cannot happen. I was like, this cannot happen again. I will not be turned down for another guy again. And so I, of course, started working out more and more and more and more. And, of course, started dropping weight. I know I look I look pretty good now. So, um, I mean, this is a few years later, and I'm going to tell you guys that. Um, yeah, man, you're going to get everybody motivated for the before and after picture. Yeah, get, mo- get motivated, but know that girls don't change. <laughs> That no matter what the that was a later uh, later lesson learned in life. So I I was turned down at the age that girls choose looks, and now that I have the looks, girls choose personality. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. girls went past all no girls go past all the fuck boys at a certain point and go for no. But uh, I mean, you still. Oh, I mean, I think at this age we we can tell where their mentality's at by 
what they share, what they talk about, what they post, and who their boyfriend yeah, is. Yeah, times have changed a lot, for oh, sure. Yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah, but anyway, with the, with the film thing, I mean, yeah, I guess I was creative in that aspect. Working out, I have to... Everything I do that motivates me, I have to pretend it's a film. Like, when I'm working out every day, I'm like, this is, like, one of those montage movie. movies. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, I use, I have to use that for everything I do, um, which sucks. I feel like it's a fucking weird, like, psychopathic disease. But, yeah, yeah, man. That's why I'm so, like, fascinated with the concept of that we are all God, because I think maybe some people have a more vivid imagination to have that concept of, like, oh, I'm in a movie, and everything's revolving around me, and so... If I really think about it, I could be living in a different parallel universe by a single thought. If you just like focus hard enough and believe it as much as you believe as. But how how crazy? Because like, I was always like, damn, I am crazy for always thinking I'm in a movie or pretending to be in a movie. Yeah. But then I realized, I realize it. Most people don't. Like most people are constantly on Snapchat on all these social medias pretending to be this, this, and this, and they don't even realize how stupid they look. Yeah. Even uh, now that like celebrities have Snapchat and stuff, mm-hmm. you get to see how normal and how just... normal they are. Yeah, and you're just like this person sucks. Like <laughs> they're so annoying. They're just like any other person. Yeah. Like oh yeah, they have their same exact insecurities as we do. Yeah. Like nothing changes. Humans are humans. Yeah. Like that's just what it all comes down to. I mean, I think it takes a while for some people to get exposed enough to realize like oh shit like. No one knows anything in the world. Like, people don't know shit. Yeah. They don't know shit. They all just have their own theories and observations. And yeah, we can... And people are not even, like, discussing facts anymore. Facts are not even relevant. It's just all what people uh, popularize to. What's the trend? And what's, what's, what I noticed, too, that we're naturally social creatures, so we want to share. We want to tell a story. We want to, like, be involved in something. So we that's want, what I, I see people... Drama. Yeah, we want drama, and we want, I mean, fun, excitement, tragic. We want, we want to feel the good and the bad, whether we know we want the bad or not. But um, it's just it's crazy how people do it to a level where they, they're unaware that they need that validation of wanting to be involved but in something is that like, like those people might still be even happy because they don't know like i feel yeah. like i have that disease of i know so i hate what i'm doing but since i'm human i still want to do it and it still gives me those endorphins released into my brain it's a weird it, contradiction huh? it is, it's, <laughs> it, is. It, is yeah. it is really weird like i mean it naturally happens when you post a photo and you get a bunch of likes You're like nice then you're like, God, I'm an idiot. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, what do the people think? Like, that's that's the tricky part for some people. <laughs> like a few years ago, I used to nonstop Snapchat, and now I hardly ever do because I'm like, I have this weird mentality of I don't want people knowing where I am. Yeah. It's a lot better if someone's like, wait, he's where? Rather than, oh yeah, I know because he always posts about it. Yeah, yeah. nice to give him a little surprise nowadays, huh? <laughs> I guess so. I, I mean, it's just it's definitely weird how life works with that now. Yeah. So. Do you think um, being exposed to uh, Spain constantly since you went there yeah. in the summer kind of no, yeah. help modify, I guess, your brain to have such a uh, crazy perspective on life and how it stimulates and stigmatizes Tra- traveling, ADHD? Traveling is what teaches everyone everything. Like there's, again, with the bubble thing, there's always a bigger bubble. Yeah. Like, with high school, and you're like, oh, this is all... I mean, when you travel outside the U.S., you realize, like, God, we're not as perfect as we think we are. (laughs) Like, it's crazy how much that's engraved into your brain, like, how amazing America is. I mean, it is great, because we can do stuff like this. But then there's other countries that... They're just as happy, like, no matter what. Yeah. They're having Um, their own bubble, their own space. Exactly. I'm just saying, humans, the way we're made is we're going to be... We're going to find reasons to be happy. If we're... Oh, yeah, I like that. If we have, if we have poverty, someone gives us the smallest thing and we're, it makes us just as happy as a rich girl getting a car. Yeah. It's, it's just how the brain works. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get... You're not, I mean, either you're happy or you're not. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. That's just how it works. So, 
you learn that kind of stuff like when traveling. So like if you go to another country where here we're like, oh my God, their taxes are so high. Like fuck living there. It's not like you go there and people are just wearing black and white and gray. Yeah. Being like, our taxes are so high, we can't be happy. No, those people are just happy to be living. It's a different perspective, you'd say, huh? <laughs> Name dropper. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's basically, it's, it's just crazy how like you learn that type of stuff when you travel around. So, I mean, people, yeah, man, isn't it awesome? What's your favorite places you've been to? Mine? Yeah. I mean, Spain's always going to be my favorite when it comes to the people and all that. I loved Amsterdam. People are always like, oh, because you can smoke weed there. No, like you can go to any place here and smoke weed. Amsterdam was really cool just because of how it looked um, and how the people were. Really cultured, huh? Yeah. And then again, Amsterdam people were really weird. Like they would go on their lunch break, smoke a blunt, drink a beer and go back to work and act completely normal. I mean, if I... If I <laughs> If I if I oh, did man. that, yeah. If I did that, I'd be like seeing demons and goblins at work. Did that in high school, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that was weird. But Amsterdam wasn't a really awesome place. Um, I don't know. There's, I don't know. Every place just has its own thing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird in that sense. And it's nice how every place has its own thing and its own vibe, its own people, cultures, and yeah. customs. What people don't realize here is like, you know, when you, for example, see a movie and you're automatically like, oh, that's the 80s. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're wearing all these color spandex and gym clothes from the 80s and stuff. And you see the 70s with the long hair and hippie 60s and stuff. Yeah. If you see a bunch of pictures from a lot of other countries, you won't know what year it is. We're the only place that does this stupid ass fashion shit every 10 years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I did not know that. No, like, if I see a picture of Spain, two people dressed up in Spain in the 90s, I'm not gonna... You're, they don't just... Fashion's just not drilled into their heads like it is here. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, there's a bunch of weird stuff like that. Um, I mean... I think some places like, what, like, uh, Mulan over in... What is that, France? Paris? There's different uh, um, fashion, like, centers, yeah. But America's like the... They stimulate the... Uh, entertainment. The trend of, oh, what's in to wear. Yeah. And you gotta um, dress like this because it's in. America's just like an entertainment, you know, business. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to live the Hollywood life. <laughs> like, I feel like America is just a reality show now. Yeah. Oh, man, especially with goddamn politics right now. So we just I should totally just see that. Blame it on the MTV Real World show. The worst <laughs> reality show ever made. It just ruined our whole fucking... Reputation as because that made that made regular people be able to have attention. Yeah. So, and they're just like people are just like, oh my god, like yeah, like yeah, I want to be on TV too and have drama in my life. It's crazy, man. I don't know why, but we want to get recognized. Yeah. Whether big or small, tragic. No, yeah. I mean, you just want to be. There's that weird innate feeling we have naturally to just want to be recognized but there's people that are like 50 that are still acting like that and i'm just like when are you going to realize that you're not going to be regular recognized like there's something something you're doing that's not working so um that's we just we gotta psychologically cleanse our minds man i guess (laughs) i mean like like i'm becoming a flight attendant right now like that was when i woke up one day and realized like damn that's what i have to do is like to get, because everything else is not working. Yeah. Like, if I travel around and meet people that way, like, that's how I'm going to get the sense of that I need. I don't, I don't want a sense of being famous or anything anymore. Now it's like a, being happy with yourself. That's all you have to do is be happy with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And everything is completely fine. Like, I'm sure a lot of people and do the trick it. is to stay like that, to hold on to that, because I know it comes and goes. That's what I mean. <laughs> when, you're, when, you're in a very good, goes. when you're in a very good spot in life, you're like, I figured it out. I'm so happy. Good. And then, like, two months later, you're like, when you're depressed and doing very bad, you're like, I'm never getting out of this rut. Like, what yeah. did I do for this? Like, so Three-story yeah. home. It's so fucking small. But that's scary, because, like, you have this mindset, and then, like, you keep thinking that way, and next thing you know, like, you're 50. And you're just like, I kept trying to find happiness and now I'm old. So, and of course people are like, well, I mean, you're in your 20s. It, so that's what happens. It, yeah. it takes time. Like, I'm like, 
but why are we wasting the time of our life that we have the most physical energy yeah. to like be rookies at shit? You know what I mean? The thing is, uh, we could probably correlate it to just needing to progress and evolve as a species. So we have like a, a deep void, a black hole in us that can never right. be filled. So we just have to keep striving for more experience, expose ourselves to something new, to keep having that endorphin. It's all about endorphins, yeah. Feel good, yourself happy. Yeah. This goddamn body, man. I don't know what's up with it. <laughs> I know, our bodies and minds are, are weird things. Like, again, like, back to the working out. That's why I have to continue working out now, or else I'd... Oh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that back up. Now, I want you to tell me... Because even for me, like, I totally worked out wrong. Like, I had a good metabolism. Yeah. And, but, like, being in the Marine Corps and working out and noticing that there's different types of workouts for different types of diets and you want to have more mass, you want to have more endurance. Like, there's so many. So, like, I didn't even know how to work out either until... Uh, I don't know, I finally just like kept doing it, got good at it, and just kept reading about it. But uh, well, I want to stress on how what people think about working out. Like, did you have a different preconceived notion of what working out was than to what you have it just in you now, where it's just default, where you just got to have it? But then again, like I said, like I always, since I always played sports growing up, it probably helped. But a big thing of working out is like, I feel like the people... A lot of people work out to and to look good rather than to feel good. Yeah, yeah. So like all those people you see posting like, oh, second straight week in the gym. I I promise you, I think almost ninety nine percent of those people I've seen on Facebook do that stuff fail. Cause it's they don't have the right mindset. It's like mindset, you got you got to start yeah. realizing like, dude, no, this is like what I need for my body. Yeah. Like to like with me, like it calms so much anxieties down. But especially running did have too, right? Yeah. Like I used to hate running until like I kept doing it until I, I got that runner's high and it clicked on my brain. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is my, this is what my body needs. Yeah. And people don't realize like how much they get lied to about their, it's, it's like, it's not, fat is not the enemy. It's sugar. Like I, I just completely think that. Like... I have to completely disagree with you. I love sugar. sugar <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like we have so much in it in our food where it's like you go you more. And you like, go what? to the store and you see a kid just bawling on the floor because his mom won't buy him a candy bar. Yeah. And what that looks and if you put that side by side with a heroin addict who is doing anything he can to get heroin, no difference. Is there's no difference, which tells you how bad sugar is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just disgusting when you go to the store and, like, you see, like, a little girl and her parents buy her a huge soda. Like, that's just... Yeah. And I remember being that kid, like, sneaking, like, those drinks and, like, always begging for that stuff. And it's just... Ugh. Would you say, like, your diet and exercise, since it has a big toll on your physicality, it also has a big toll on your mindset? So that's yeah. why you can't comprehend and you can't progress in certain ways because you keep consuming such garbage. Yeah, no, that helps a lot. Like I did the paleo last spring. Oh yeah, man, good, good job for you, man. That's that was, that's fucking tough stuff. That I is, that is, it's really hard. I don't have the discipline to do that. It was six weeks I did that for, and for after the first week, I it was just I, I it's crazy how I felt. And it was weird. I was like, it can't be because of my diet. Every day I woke up, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Today, now. Like, and it was just, everything was so clear-minded to me because I wasn't taking sugar or car. I don't know. It was just really, it was a crazy feeling. I could work out six times a day and just feel amazing. <laughs> and I was just like, this is awesome. So like, yeah, it is a huge part of what you eat. And also momentum, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, definitely the momentum. Exactly. So, like, if you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm starting to look better, you want to work out right away because you realize it's actually working. Yeah. That's I got a, to look better than this, even though this looks all pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's why most people don't start. It's because they're like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just such a long road. That's what I hate because people look at... Well, I like to use... I like to play with my words because words... We have these preconceived notions in words. Working out. Yeah, we have it because we, we, it's already in our, on our brains, but like people that don't have a schedule, like 
they just see it as more work to do. It's like, ah, oh, I just got off of work. I don't want to do more work. Yeah. And, but to us, I think it's just, it's like conditioning. It's like already a part of us. It's conditioning yeah. your body. And so my biggest problem with people is that don't look at working out as in working out, doing something extra for your body. Like do it as, I don't know, like it's, it's time for yourself to better yourself. And when you do it physically, you're establishing those neuron connections to keep doing it in your brain, and then it kind of becomes a habit, a part of your life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what they got to get to is have that perspective of like, oh no, it's a part of me. As it is. I mean, it sucks enough that we have to have gyms and stuff because people eat so shitty, and they do most jobs. You just sit there. Yeah. So to be healthy, you have to go really hard for two hours. Yeah. Like way back in the days. I mean, you didn't have to work out just because you were healthy all day and always walked around. Yeah. Um, now we have all these vehicles. and That's why people in Europe are a lot healthier because everything is in public transportation and you walk a lot more. And yeah. It's not like you just sit there like all day. So you have to work out to be healthy. With a big gulp. <laughs> yeah. Man, those are so disgusting. Good. They're huge. Like, how could you drink so much soda? But like when I was, in, like, when I was a teenager, I could. Yeah. It's so gross. Like I, uh, how different was your mentality of when you were a kid drinking that big gulp soda, than than that, now? That was I was gonna say like that was the first thing I cut out out of my diet. I remember one day I went to work, and my friends like, oh I don't drink soda, and I was like, how do you not drink soda? You know what I mean? Like it's the most amazing thing. And you probably looked at him like you fucking monster. Yeah, I don't know you. And he was like, no, he's like, he's like I just stopped drinking it, and then I remember I went home that night and I was like. I'm not going to drink it for a whole 31 days. And I didn't. And then just kept like being like, yeah, like, damn. I like, I like how you do this too. I like you, you do these, um, experiments to see yeah. what it does to you. Exactly. I remember That's you told me, uh, uh, the one you, well, you told me the paleo one, but you told me the, uh, I was vegetarian, vegetarian one. Yeah. yeah. I was vegetarian. All, all the same exact way. I always go somewhere and someone's like, Oh, I'm this and this. And I'm like, I'm like, how does that make you feel? And they're like, oh, great. I'm like, I'll try it for a month and I'll start the next day. It's just like, yeah. if you set yourself a small schedule like that, you should be able to follow it. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's definitely awesome when you experiment. I hated being a vegetarian. <laughs> that's I know, man. I can't. That I, was not, I don't think I could do that. that was not, I'm not ready for that discipline yet. Now. No, that's not even, to so me, much. but to me, that wasn't like discipline. That's just like, I don't know. That's not my, just my way of life. <laughs> Um, I was way, like I said, I was way healthier when I ate paleo and that's a lot of meat. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you have to be vegetarian to be healthy. Yeah. So, um, I have, I mean, it's just me, but I have a weird belief system that humans are meant to eat meat. I mean, you see a whole bunch of other animals eat meat. You know? Yeah. So it's really rich in protein. I mean, yeah. Like a lot of the problem is, yeah, a lot of meat is definitely fucked nowadays, like how they treat it and everything. But yeah, who knows? It's hard to. When you message diet, like, it took me a while, but, like, moving to L.A. really helped where what's, like, cage-free eggs and 100% and, uh, grass-fed lean beef from cow, like, you can taste the difference of how that animal is nurtured and what the diet of the animal yeah. was than just some regular food city meat that's probably just... <laughs> Pumped yeah. with steroids. Like, you can taste the difference in that. It's like, oh, man, there's a big difference. Or vegans who are like, oh, I won't, you know, eat that. But I'll drink water, which was where fish lived. Like... Those monsters. Yeah, like, it's just... Yeah. And people do that to be in a community, to be in a group, too. Everything's yeah. about being in a group. Yeah. Absolutely. Being involved and like, oh, I do this, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody else is. That's <laughs> yeah. the next trend. Yeah, so vegan... When are you going to be an individual... There's no such thing anymore, though. Everything's been done. Not my esoteric fanatics. Uh, no, that's that's not true. People are playing with their crystals and yeah, and I, I meditating mean, more and it's not about like and I mean, a roommate always says that. So it's like, oh, everything's been done. It's like not about that. It's like just whatever, which one makes you happy. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, go ahead and be in your group as long as you're happy about it. As but long as you like, want to do it. Be humble about it. Yeah. If you're not humble about something, it's not truly like what you like doing. Yeah. So like if... I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because a lot of people <laughs> only, like I said, a lot of people only do certain things to look 
to, for the appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are like nonstop. Like when someone's like, oh, I'm going to go out and party tonight. The first thing they're thinking is I'm going to post this so people know I'm partying. Let them know I'm having fun. Yeah. That I'm not having a divorce. Yeah. And like, that I'm not. <laughs> like I said, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's going out to look like you have a good time rather than having a good time. Yeah. Like doing whatever like makes you happy. So, so I think we're the, we're in the point of our life. We're in the point of our life of realizing all the false preconceived notions we have. We put a girl on a pedestal because she's so hot and we, we think you can't get her until you realize, oh, she's just as dumb as me. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> just, it's, in, it's, just into different things. I mean, absolutely. Except for Emily Blunt, who stayed on that pedestal forever. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, um, no, but yeah, the exactly. great white buffalo. But, like, are we at that point in our lives? Or, I mean, there's certain people that don't realize that, yeah, that's why that's why they stay stuck where they're at. I mean, it's weird, like, I don't know, you could just tell how uh, you could carry the conversation, what they talk about. I'm a firm believer, like, right before you talk to a girl to get serious, you gotta, you gotta analyze her, goddamn. Yeah. Everything. Facebook profile, the background, Instagram, background like everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I can mean, definitely see where their mind's at just by what they post. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you girls right now, like, I mean, maybe some guys, but when you take those upward pictures that remove the double chin, it's not fooling us. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna, you're going to be tagged in a photo sooner or later. And we're gonna this see, is true. We're going to see yeah. your whole body. The cameras are everywhere now. You can't hide anything. I mean, like, I mean, I fall into the same thing where I'm like, oh, that's a good picture of me. Like, oh, that's disgusting. You know Hold mean? on, get the lighting right so it shows me flex. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I got more <laughs> like, muscle you know, gains. You know, yeah. when you go, you know, like, when you go on Facebook and you're like, oh, someone tagged me in a photo and you're yeah. in it and you're like, what the? And you're like, fuck. I'm like, why <laughs> Of course they, you'll post that picture. God, I look disgusting. Like, the whole world's going to see this. Like, yeah. I mean, we've all gone through it's it. It's crazy how the judgment's still there. The judgment's not going away, like, on ourselves, on everybody, but also on ourselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's never going to change. Yeah. I mean... You just got to have fun with it now, huh? Like I said, it all comes down to just being happy with yourself and what you're doing. Yeah. But that never stays. No. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, but how do you make it stay? You got to keep doing new things and progressing. Yeah. You got to be innovative. You got to practice your perspective. It's like your third name drop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, but... <clears throat> But yeah, like man, you give, you give me a good load, good load of your life right now, all the way from elementary school to being interrogated by a psychologist. psychologist yeah. So, no, but like it's scary because like you think we think like oh my god we've we've realized so much like about growing up. Yeah. But then I think like what if twenty years and I realize like how stupid I was now. <laughs> and that's coming. Yeah. That's. I'm, the, you know what I mean? Like, I like that mindset. That's why. Instead. Remember, like, because me and you, there's a fucking phone going off. Yeah, my bad. Me and you both worked with kids. Um, oh man, yeah. And you, you always had that kid come up to you, and it was weird because I mean, we started when we were 16, 17, 17, and we started working with the kids. And at that time, I remember a kid would come up to me and tell me a, one of those stupid jokes, like a knock knock joke or something, something that I heard when I was a kid. Yeah. And at that moment, I'd be like, oh man, I guess it. Uh, I'd tell this kid, I'd be like, that's not original. He would like come up to you, think you're about to laugh your ass off. Yeah. And you would be like, sorry, dude. That joke's been around since I was a kid. And then I started thinking to myself, like, wait, if that, song, if that was around when I was a kid, and I thought that was funny as a kid, I wasn't funny as a kid. Because <laughs> that's been around probably since our parents were kids. Yeah. So, because I, I would get flashbacks of going up to my parents and like telling them a joke. And my parents were the type who would be like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and make in you my, feel good. And, and in my mind, I'm like, do they think that was funny? But, like, I'm not that type. So when a kid comes up to me, I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. You know, because kids can come up with cool and things. And actually, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I had the same thought, um, like, in high school. Like, yeah. There's so many things. It just gets recycled through. And it's like, what? It is. So that's what I mean is that you think of back then and kids come up with that stuff. So now I'm like, nowadays, I'm like, this is the same stuff. Our parents probably went through this. I wonder if our parents went through a period of thinking of everything about this shit. And then at a certain point, just somehow gave up. I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. Like, how do you actually be the one to break through, like, mentally? If you do, man, you're going to go straight to the insane asylum. 
I mean, like, not kind of, not that kind of thing where I see demons running around and everything. Oh, wow, that's innovative. It's innovative, but it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's definitely not fun. So, I mean... Why, do you, do you see demons? I don't see demons, thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah, neither do I. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> so, that shit. Um, I'm normal, too. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I was a kid seeing demons, that would have been bad. But, I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's definitely weird. But we don't believe the ones that do. That's why I'm very fascinated with, uh, like, schizophrenics. No, yeah, it's not and like... People in the same asylum, like... They're you, not crazy. You can see it in their eyes. It's so real to them. Like, yeah. it's, it's so real to them. Yeah, it's it's weird, because, like, then you you don't know how other people are feeling. Yeah, I think if we all kind of, like, come together, get enough people to believe that person that sees something that we don't see, like, we could probably, like, start Learn to tend to... Shit. Start to tend to see it and get in their... <coughs> in their reality. The problem is... People are schizophrenic. A lot of times, their brain, like their brain, has that. Our brain, most people's brain, has that block from you hallucinating and all that stuff. Yeah. People with schizophrenic, that block's gone, so they hallucinate nonstop. Like, yeah, there's no, crazy. they don't like pinch off a little bit, like of what they want to see. It's a whole surge of different fucking. Yeah, so it's like nonstop. So it's not like you can learn as they'll see a bunch of different things or hear a bunch of different things. And it's even crazier is like the schizophrenics is the stuff they're paranoid about. For example, like there's a lot of schizophrenics who are paranoid about the government's after them, watching them. Yeah. You know, the TV is like watching them and they're yeah. very paranoid and everything. But when they grew up, how did they learn to be paranoid about that stuff? That's a very good question. It's it from TV and everything. Like it's weird. Like there's a, I read about some schizophrenics who were non-stop thinking that camera crews are following them and and I was like thinking about myself I was like <laughs> I mean no I, I didn't think like that intense I knew they weren't but yeah. people actually believe that they're on yeah. TV believe that they're famous that's strive from again like their brain wanting to be famous so bad that something just like snapped in it I saw a mentally challenged person walking down the street the other day they were it was all like two weeks ago they were waving like a cardinal's flag and I was like, dude, their brain still soaks up the same stuff a regular person does. Like, they still, they're mentally challenged and they still care about football as oh, much as yeah, a regular. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. weird. It's weird to think that. They seem to care about the same things to, uh, I don't know, to be, not, I guess, be involved as well in life. In the it, it just in matters community. about finding a certain thing that makes you happy for that moment. And I yeah. feel like. But the problem is, like, especially with my ADHD, like, that happiness, wanting some, something that makes me happy is probably it changes feel like every few months. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, oh, dude, what's going to make me happy is if I make this awesome short film, but then two months later, I'm like, what's going to make me happy is if I'm in Bangladesh because I've never seen it before. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to go interview a, an Indian woman right now, like, so. And I want to interview all the shamans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all, yeah, we all want to do something at the moment. Right on, man. Um, and uh, I think you're kind of the same way with me, where religion was in your life, but it wasn't really, like, enforced upon. Like, I'm sure you went to church a couple times, maybe especially yeah. during Easter, but, like, in my family, like, it wasn't, like, forced. Like, oh, no, you got to say your prayers before you go to bed and this and that. My, uh, and so, what's your, uh, I guess, concept of God and religion and all that? Yeah, there's one person in my family that was really religious. I mean... But she, like, yeah, of course, she didn't force it on me. But I did go to, like, Catholic church sometimes when I was a kid. That was just, like, engraved. I mean, you're just Spanish. You're supposed to be Catholic. But then we, like, kind of slowly stopped going to church. And then I feel like a lot of people, like, our age, I don't know if it's because the internet or what, just started thinking outside the box. Like, what? what is God? What is life? Like, what is... It's weird to think of, like, what caused us, you know? To, yeah. Instead of just blatantly accepting what we're told. My... I, well, I was in third grade and I found out Santa Claus didn't exist. Yeah. And, yeah, I still remember because it was really weird. Because I went up into my, uh, I was just completely messing around. I went into my mom's room. I was like, Mom, does Santa exist? And she's like, no, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) She told you like that? (laughs) No, it was really weird. Like, she just straight up said it. And I was like, oh. And, like, the first thought in my mind wasn't, like... Santa doesn't exist. The first thought in my mind was how many other stories are made up. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. So I was like... Right off the bat. 
and you start you learn like oh Saint, it's not like Santa Claus was a made up Saint Nicholas you know used to was give was a presence to the poor and stuff like that or something like that yeah so and then I'm like starting to think I'm like how much was Jesus Christ exaggerated mm-hmm. so if they did that with Santa Claus like why because it keeps kids controlled adults can be controlled the same way oh yeah definitely and it provides that means so, of happiness of uh, being saved of and every not time having to worry every time you do start thinking that way you still have that thing in your head that goes but what if I better behave just in case <laughs> yeah because it's right from the get go when we're it is. It's young like, yeah so you're like you're still like you're still like I want to say I don't believe in this but I better not because <laughs> if it is real I'm just just to be safe yeah like <laughs> yeah. so I mean it's weird and I fucking like, hate it it is it yeah. sucks like but do you like do you think dogs go around believing that shit? No. Like yeah. and I, I'm a strong believer in that humans are just like any other animal on the planet. We're just another animal. Yeah. People are like, oh no, we're not. Yeah, we we really are. Yeah. Um, like ants give food to a queen, we give you know, that's what we do here too. Like yeah. it's just how we are. I mean, they build their own houses, we build our own houses. People are like, Oh, humans are crazy because we build these infrastructures. Like, look at the shit ants build on their ground. Like it's yeah. not it's not humans are not that you know as crazy I think as we think we are. We're special. We're not. No, we're not yeah, special. Not we special. are absolutely not special. Yeah. I mean, I do think. I mean, animals probably look at us and go, "What the? F- why are you fucking wearing clothes? <laughs> like that is weird." You know what I mean? Like it is really weird how. I mean, yeah. Right. How did that we come dress about? Clothes. We put how, clothes. How did that come about? I mean, of course, yeah. We have to survive the winter, so we have. That is true. We had to clothe ourselves with. The animals that we killed for their fur coat. Yeah, but, but it's um, really weird how we have such little amount but of hair. What really like fascinates me is that the indigenous tribes that wear bones and look all crazy. Um, we're I mean we're still doing that too, you know. Yeah. We're judging on the latest fashion trends that guys are wearing crop tops now. Um, maybe, maybe that's just like the human thing is we we create things to yeah. keep ourselves warm, and that turned into just like everything in the world is a business. Yeah. So I mean somehow that turned into a business, but. It's weird how humans don't have more hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it is. And, but, I mean, there is some hairy people out there, too. No, there is. But, yeah, but, yeah. But you don't see, like, a bear without hair walking around. Like, it's yeah. weird. So, I, I don't know. It is it's definitely weird how humans come about. But do you believe in a, a higher power, a god, or, like, a, a, some sort of divine order of any sort? I, I mean, I said... I don't know, like just kind of like free for all evolution. I believe in whatever the real answer. Our brain literally cannot comprehend. We I believe that too. Do not have the power. Like uh, I'll go back to the ants. Do you think they wa- walk around wondering like, oh, I wonder if humans believe in a god? Their brains, I doubt, can comprehend an art thought like that. We cannot. Comp- There's just no way. I don't think. Like we come up with I think we're trying to we try but I just don't. and then some people do and they go insane and never come back <laughs> mentally I um, guess but like even even like the thoughts cross my head like they're like oh we gotta to find alien life we need to find a planet with water like what if you find alien life who don't even know what water is yeah <laughs> like we're the only ones who need water like what gives us the idea that water rules everything yeah, exactly. I mean, who there might like what the scientists might hear this because they're the fucking idiot. Like, this is the reason. But but I think the general concept of what you're saying is what most people could get at because we don't think that our life, since it can only survive off water, we think our life is what it is instead of like goddamn transformers. They're metallic. Yeah. They don't need water. They need fucking metal or some bullshit. I mean, our our day and age, unfortunately, is. And then that's like, oh, that's fantasy. You're an idiot. That's not science. Ah. To help us feel like we have purpose in life, we have to feel like our life is, yeah, is something really meaningful. Which is, I mean, which which sucks. Like we have to feel like we're in the lost island, where something crazy is gonna happen around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like someday, I don't know. I mean, if aliens come, if G- yeah, I mean that'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean. Believe me, if like Jesus came down, I'd be like, well, "Fuck, they're right." <laughs> they're like, fuck, yeah. I hate when yeah. I'm wrong. Oh, God damn it, I guess I'm going to hell now. I know. I mean, like yeah. what I just said, like we're just never going to know. Yeah. Humans are. I just. I believe Jesus was around. He was really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He 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 did some pretty great things. Um, but just like how we talk about people today, like the the greatest philanthropists, 
oh, this guy is donating so much money to this. Like, I think he was just a very prominent guy at, at that time that did some pretty humanitarian things. I just like, man, if you could interview one person, if you could just interview someone from before when Jesus was around, like how different yeah. it must have been then. And there's so many, there's so much writings too on um, a third perspective of Jesus, of of people that were not in his group, not the apostles, not the the twelve disciples, and not Mary Magdalene. And actually, yeah, I think Mary Magdalene has uh, her own writings on Jesus, but of course, that's not incorporated. Into yeah, well, yeah, mainstream well, Christianity. Is, like money rules everything so much that it makes me not believe anything. Yeah. Like everything I feel that's made is for money. Like everything is literally for money. Yeah. There's not one thing that you can't name that's not for money. Yeah. Like it's. But I think of money in a different way now. Like yeah, people want to make profits, to have a lot of money, to have more material things, and just do things. But also like. How we have blood in our body, I think the infrastructure and the way we logistically construct society to have a holistic society act coherently with each other, that money acts like the blood to circulate and no, get yeah, everybody I mean, I mean, it's definitely like needed, working together. Guess, but. but yeah, yeah, money rules everything around me. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just... What song is that from? I'm trying to... Think of the uh, song Wu Tang Clan. I think I think it says it in a lot of songs too. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. That's Wu Tang Clan, yeah. But um, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely weird. I mean, you think of a world without money, but there always have to be something. Yeah, my thing is what I hate is when people don't step out of their comfort zone and experience something new. Like some people are so settled in their little world of what they're just exposed to, and they're so afraid to experience something they. Or not used to. It is scary though. They just stay there. Like there's so much life to live. Traveling and going everywhere is everything I ever wanted, and I'm scared shitless right now for becoming a flight attendant. <laughs> like I've had, I've day, I wake up and I'm like, should I even do this? Like, like I know maybe I should just like not go because like maybe it's not meant for me if I'm having second thoughts and yeah, and that's like because that's a way different life. It is. Yeah, it very much is. So. I mean, it's, it's, it is, like, it's a scary thing, like, when you really actually try to think about it, going to an unfamiliar place. But that's when the growth occurs. It is. I completely agree. All right, my man. Well, I don't know how long we've been going for. We've been going for... An hour and two minutes. An hour and two minutes. Precisely. So, yeah, the Cardinals are going to play tonight and fucking probably lose again and really piss me off. Yeah, we don't got to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> But <clears throat> any last advice you want to give these people hearing? It's crazy, man. Like, I was actually pretty afraid to do this, this little podcast, this little gimmick I'm doing. Keeps me occupied, helps me with my dialogue, my interview skills, my people skills. But whenever you express yourself, regardless of the preconceived notions that you have in your brain, um, it attracts good people and attracts fucking assholes. And it's weird how... When you put something online and people see it, either they share it or they don't, or they like it or they don't, like it still affects them. And I've been getting emails from some people like, oh man, your podcast is really good. And I'm like, really? It's actually really shitty, dude. Like, I still got a lot of work to do. I don't even have a main <laughs> theme song. And Yeah, like, you do need to put some stuff together. Yeah, so so my audience knows I'm, I'm working on that. It's still, gonna, it's still in the making, but it's just weird how your preconceived notions are wrong. Many times. It is. All you need is that one per. Yeah, like we always, I mean, I know we're going to, oh, we're actually keeping this going a little bit longer, but um, people always send like hate tweets and everything to famous people, you know, like your song sucks, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I, I like 10, 10 hate tweets compared to that one person being like, I love your song, it's all it takes. Yeah. To, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not going to give a shit about those 10 other people. At least they shouldn't. Yeah. So. I mean, like when I used to, like, you know, make short films all the time, of course there's a bunch of people I knew that would just hate it. But that one person that's like, dude, like, I really like that. I got what you're trying to it's, say. It's like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, it's all that matters. It's like those other people just don't matter. You're the person I made it for, so. Yeah. Because you guys have the same perspective on life to share that creativity and like it. Exactly. It's just to connect with those other people. Yeah. So. 
All right, my man. Well, any last advising words for uh, some people that need help out there that want to get a little dose of Alejandro, of what to live life and look for? Um, stop listening to country music. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I no, love country music, man. No, keep, keep an open mind. Now, listen to country music when you're in a country setting. That makes it more fun. Yeah, you definitely got to be in the setting. Yeah. But yeah, stop it. No, no. I don't really have that much advice. I feel like I talked for a long time. You did, man. You gave me a whole dose of it. I thought I knew you, but I didn't. Now I know you even more. Great. And now there's everybody else. Hi, guys. Say hi to your mom. Yeah, I wonder if you listened this far. <laughs> she like, still thinks we're like a little teenage group making a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, then. Well, over and out. Bye, guys.